right, Thursday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Just a few thoughts on the pregame. You have that Colin Allred, a congressman who's a pro-Hamas congressman, just like Rashida Tlaib is a pro-Hamas congresswoman. AOC is a pro-Hamas congresswoman. Ayanna Presley is a pro-Hamas congresswoman. Ilan Omar is a pro-Hamas congresswoman. Please understand that. They're not bothered at all by Hamas atrocities. Yes, they have to say specific words, so they're not voted out of office. But understand, that's who these people truly are. And so is Colin Allred. And so when he was, he was sitting there, they're simply asking him questions. Why did you vote to fund Hamas? Why did you, you know, why did you vote against supporting Israel? Why did you vote for open borders? Whatever it may be. And you hear his defenses. You are on federal property. You are not allowed to be asking me these questions. So you are on federal property, which means what? <laughs> federal property means that it's owned by the, can- uh, the cameraman and reporter that's asking you questions. Federal property. These, it's amazing how these bourgeois leftist elitists actually think like Colin Allred, who loves Hamas. Loves to butcher the unborn, loves open borders, loves to destroy America, loves to live behind walls and guns while you're not allowed to. That's Colin Allred. And he believes that somebody being on federal property exempts him from being having to answer questions. Someone being on federal property property disallows them from asking him questions because he's a congressman. He's a congressman. He's on federal property. I mean, imagine how stupid you have to be. This man is elected as a congressman, allegedly as a representative of, a, of his constitu- constituency in whatever blue, st- whatever blue state he comes from, whatever blue area he comes from. And you are stupid enough to believe that federal property is bourgeois leftist elitist, is a bourgeois leftist elitist exemption zone. Like as if federal property is not owned by the very cameraman and reporter asking you questions. Imagine believing that federal property means that Americans who own the federal property are not allowed on it and are not allowed to ask you questions once upon it. You imagine that. And just one thing on the Matt Gates situation, where we know that Matt Gates and the seven other congressmen and women got rid of McCarthy. Just so everybody knows, that's a great thing. Yeah, but we're in chaos. Good. How does that affect you? If, you're in, if, if, if Congress is in chaos, just like, what's the FBI ever done for you? What's FEMA ever done for you? What, what's the CIA ever done for you? What, what, what has the Department of Education ever done for you? The Department of State, the, the DOJ, what have they ever done for you? What's the DOE ever done for you? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. What's the CBP ever done for you? Absolutely nothing. So who cares if Congress is in chaos. Good. That's exactly where it needs to be. It's so funny because people will say, well, now we can't govern. You mean govern us into another $33 trillion worth of debt? (laughs) So what good is their governance? Their governance is chaos. So what's the point of defending that chaos, of mitigating that chaos? What's, What's the point of it? Well, we need, this is a, this is an operating, um, democracy. And what Matt Gates has done is stymied that democracy, the democracy, Right now, there's $33 trillion in debt with hyperinflation that's got wars going on all over the world. That democracy, that democracy should be laid into chaos so that we can actually expose who it is that's fake in there, like the 20 people voting against Jim Jordan though that we put on the podcast on Tuesday. Those people need to be exposed for what they are. 
what they are 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 Democrats. It's as simple as that. It sounds overly simplistic, but that's exactly what they are. They're a Democrat. Lindsay, you, do you honestly believe that Lindsey Graham, I know we're, that's um, this is apples and oranges with Senate and in the House, but do you honestly believe that Lindsey Graham voted for Donald Trump or Mitch McConnell, Susan Murkowski, I mean, I mean Lisa Murkowski, Susan Collins, Rob Portman, John Cornyn, Mitt Romney, you believe any of these people actually voted for Donald Trump or would vote for any legitimate, any legitimate Republican, any legitimate conservative? Absolutely not. They will vote for the shill that will work to usher for the globalist leftist agenda because that's what all of these people really are. Globalist leftists, even people with R's in front of their names. Most of the people with R's in front of their names are globalist leftists. That's why they vote for perpetual funding for the Ukraine war. So I just wanted to tell you, this what what Matt Gates did was fantastic. Well, now we can't govern. Good, good. We don't want you to govern. We don't need you to govern. We're not. We didn't elect you to govern. We elected you to represent us. That's it. We didn't elect you to rule over us and bring us thirty-three trillion dollars in debt. Let me ask you this: How's that? How's that thirty-three trillion dollars? How's that? What? How much of that has come into your pockets? How has that benefited you? You ever gotten any welfare? You ever got any government payments? Thirty-three trillion dollars. Seven trillion of it, all during COVID. So we'd be about twenty-six trillion dollars in debt if it wasn't for COVID. And remember how we did the stat: of the seven trillion dollars spent on COVID, six point four trillion wasn't spent on COVID. It was spent on green energy and other Democratic Party initiatives. That's, I mean, that's an absolute fact, by the way. Absolute fact: seven trillion spent on. COVID, only $6.4 trillion of the $7 trillion spent on COVID was spent on COVID. So about $600, $600 billion were spent on COVID. Six to $700 billion were spent on COVID. That's it. That's it. The rest of it went to green initiatives so that you could put solar panels that you can't afford on the top of your house. Remember all the people that are having their houses foreclosed during the Biden administration in 2021? All the people having their house foreclosed on because they weren't allowed to work because of COVID, weren't vaccinated, whatever it was, or their business, or maybe they were capitulating bent over cowards that received their vaccination, but their business was closed, so they lost their job anyway, so they were getting their house foreclosed on. But don't worry, the Biden administration was giving them a $600 rebate on solar panels. That's the federal government for you. So listen, anybody who wants a speaker pro tem under this McHenry character, that's the guy who slammed down the gavel, that idiot with a stupid bow tie, why is it that they want McHenry? Why do they want him? Because he's a bent over, butt cheek grabbing, butt cheek spreading Republican Party, Democratic Party shill. He has, I, I said that on purpose. He has the name Republican, but he's really a Democrat. Why? Because Hakeem Jeffries says that he'll work with them. That's why they wanted McCarthy too, because he'll work with them. They'll go about... Uh, Kevin McCarthy will go, he'll excuse the Congress for a long weekend and make sure that he meets with the Biden administration while everybody's gone to work out the deals. That they wanted another guy just like that, a speaker pro tem McHenry. No, no, no. We need to just vote over and over. Tom, what if it takes for the rest of the term? Good. Good. I hope that Congress can't govern because we don't need him to govern. We need him to represent us. So don't buy into any of this chaos on Capitol Hill. Who cares? How's the non-chaos benefited you? None. So what? How does the how does the how does the chaos hurt you? Doesn't in any way, shape, or form. I just I just love it. You know we you know this is this is making our democracy look bad. How does it make democracy look bad? 
Nobody, nobody's violently doing anything. How's democracy look bad? Use this, we use the, the Matt, Matt Gates used the rules of the house. Got Kevin, Kevin McCarthy chose not to fulfill his promises, so he got kicked out. As he was warned would happen if he didn't fulfill his promises, so he got kicked out. It's great. I think it's great that we're, I think it's great we're in chaos. We need to go ahead and continue on. Well, we need to get things funded. They can still fund things if they want. They have the speaker pro tem in place. They can still do it if they want. But we don't need to have a, a permanent speaker pro tem until the end of the year so that he can be guided into initiatives by Hakeem Jeffries, a globalist, leftist, Hamas-loving liberal. That's who he is. All right, let's switch subjects here. Sort of. All right, Bill Malugin tweet. Just have to show you, and again, you have to ask yourself, is it, because you only have two choices. It's either a purposeful American demolishing agenda or it's galactic ineptitude. Those are your only two choices when it comes to the Biden administration. With the exception of maybe you can pick C with both of the above or all of the above. Because those are your only choices. It's either galactic ineptitude. These people are way out of their element, completely unqualified, completely stupid, or it's on purpose. So here we have new, the White House admits, they accidentally doxed, this is from Fox News now, U.S. Special Forces by posting an uncensored photo of them with Biden and Israel. So they bring our Special Forces, I'm assuming it's some sort of culmination of SEALs and other Special Forces. These are actually Delta Force ops. Delta Force, which is extremely secretive. You're never supposed to show these guys' faces anywhere. So these are Delta Force ops. White House... As soon as this was brought to our attention, as soon as it was brought to your attention, who brought it to your attention? I mean, you never should have taken the photo to begin with. You know, what, what, what brought it to their attention? Can anybody guess? Um, it being posted on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what brought it to their They're galactically inept or they're purposely getting our soldiers killed. Those are your only two choices. Oh, they would never get our, per- our soldiers purposely killed. Oh, you mean like the 13 killed at the Abbey Gate? When they knew about the Unabomber 12 hours in advance, Austin knew, Millie knew, Biden knew, McKenzie knew. They all knew. And then the sniper had that Unabomber in his sights and they all refused to give him the order to shoot. So then the 13 American soldiers died for absolutely no reason whatsoever at an Air Force that the Taliban voluntarily surrendered until Millie gave it back to him. Yep. He said, no, thank you. Harmai Khazid Airport, they said, you know what, we're going to give it to you. We're going to give it probably because the Taliban was saying, let's get everybody out of here as quick as we can. So here's the airport for you. And Millie goes, no, thanks. We'll go ahead and let you keep it. McKenzie said it. Lloyd Austin said it. And, of course, Biden said it. Biden's really running the show, which we know he's not. Obama's running the show with Susan Rice and Ron Klain. We all know that. That's why Ron Klain resigned. So he's just standing by Obama now while they really run the country. As you saw in the photos, Aaron, my producer Aaron pointed this out. Where, where you've got the Secretary of State standing right behind Biden on that airplane, <laughs> shoot, standing right there behind him, just that creepy-looking stare, Anthony Blinken, staring at the camera. And then you have Blinken having to guide Biden everywhere he goes. So when you, they want to talk about, you, you, have, you have United States congressmen and women who are Republicans saying that we are an embarrassment because we don't have a speaker, when a speaker does nothing for you and me. But the real embarrassment is having to guide the leader of the free world on and off of stages. That's what the true embarrassment. Yeah, there, there's the pic of it. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> Aaron, run it. Just silently run it for a second. Just look at look at Blinken in the background. I mean, look at him. Look at look at that. I mean, it literally, it's like it's like one of those shows that you see on like the Discovery Channel of like ghosts, <laughs> and you got Blinken back there. We heard that there's a ghost of Anthony Blinken on Air Force One. <laughs> there he is, right there. 
And then you got John Kirby standing there, the other galactic cuck sitting right next to Biden over there. Anything you want me to lie about, I'll lie about. I'm John Kirby. I have I have military gravitas. You have to respect me, like like Alexander Vindman. You have to respect me because I was a military. I was in the military. No, we don't. You're an idiot now. Yeah, you were in the military one time. We love that you served in the military. Love the military, but you're an idiot now. Look at Blinken back there. I mean, it's just frightening. I mean, it just really is. And then, by the way, just a side note on that: Who in the world to- told Biden to wear a turtleneck, zip up turtleneck? I mean, the guy. Look, I mean, you want to talk about looking bad? Looking back, I never wear a turtleneck because it pushes up your neck fat. So why would you ever want to push it up and look like this? That's what Biden looks like. And he does look like he's wearing a mask, doesn't he? The guy looks like he's wearing a mask. I don't believe in all the mask stuff. I'm just telling you, he looks like he's wearing a mask. Just gave the gave all the mask conspirators, uh, you know, fodder right there. All right, go to the next one for me. Well, just wanted to show you the pic. Here it is. The White House has no idea you're not so exposed to expose Delta Force operators. But they did. All over social media. Because they're either galactically inept or they're purposely trying to get these guys killed. Those are your only two choices. We're just talking all Biden administration right now. The Biden administration gives me so much material, I have a hard time getting my vax material, a hard time getting my Ukraine material. Everyone's forgotten about Ukraine right now, which I'll get to in a second. Uh, As I talk more about Biden here, talk about what the distractions could be about Ukraine. But anyway, I can't get to it all because every day, the Biden administration puts out more material than I can keep up with. They're so inept or, or purposely agenda-driven. I believe it's purposely agenda-driven, trying to smash America because they don't believe that America is a sovereign nation. They believe that America is a globalist state, and they want to bring us into alignment with France. They want us to be as inept as France, inept as England, as, as powerless as all those other countries, as Spain or Italy or Australia or Canada, as inept as all those countries are, can't defend themselves. They want us to be just like that so that we are easily globally governed, which is why they also flood every one of these first world countries with third world immigrants because third world immigrants have no heritage connection to the first world country they're flooding, so they're very easily globally governed. That's the point of all of this. Leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by Bozo the Clown over here. That's what it's all about. And and, and the many of his others. Go, Aaron. Uh, I found a... uh... I found a better picture of Joe Biden on there. Here you go. That's, there's Joe Biden there's, <laughs> with his oh turtleneck. Oh, my gosh, that chin. Yeah. yeah. What, is that, what is that chin exactly? Uh, he is a Balchinian uh, from Men in Black. <laughs> is that what it's from? Yes. Balchinian. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> hey, see if you can work out, Aaron. See, I'll put your corrective. I'll put your, uh, your uh, creative skills to the test here. Yeah. See if you can get a side-by-side. Okay. See if you can put will, together a side by side somehow by the end of the show. I will by the work. end of the show, we may close the show with Balchinian <laughs> along with Joe Biden. All right, let's go to the next one, Will. All right, Frazier video. U.S. forces intercept five drones. Play for me. We're breaking right now five drones targeting American soldiers in Iraq. We have a lot of bases in this region, everybody, and they are also in danger at this point as we see all of these eruptions through the Middle East. Those drones were shot down, thankfully, by the U.S. military. It puts our troops, obviously, on notice to um, be ready for any of this. We also have troops who are in the ready-to-deploy mode. Which Now, I'm trying to think back now. Under the four years of the Trump administration, did that ever happen? <laughs> Remember, we're supposed to be under this new era. America is back under Biden. America, so America ba- being back means that America is now being targeted for drone strikes. That's what America being back means to Joe Biden. That's what, that's what Build Back Better means. 
The Joe Biden is, you know, we weren't being targeted at all because everyone was terrified to target American troops. Nobody cares now because Biden's in charge. Biden can't get in on and off the stage. Biden has to have Anthony Blinken and John and John Casey at his, I mean, John Kirby at his six just in case he says something stupid. Joe Biden can't get a sentence out of his mouth. And even if he could, by the way, even if Joe Biden was at full capacity, even if Barack Hussein Obama just stepped up and admitted he's running the country right now, Barack Hussein Obama is just as stupid as Anthony Blinken, just as stupid as John Kirby, just as stupid as Joe Biden, just as dumb. So America being back means that now we're being, we're being targeted by militaries that were terrified, terrified of Donald J. Trump, who wouldn't dare do what they're doing now, wouldn't dare do it. Um, uh, North Korea stopped all of their missile testing. China stopped their missile testing. China was nowhere near Taiwan for four years, and now they're all over Taiwan doing amphibious landing practices. That never happened under the Trump administration. Um, Vladimir Putin never invaded Ukraine under Donald Trump. Why would that be? Because they were terrified to. But this is, but America is back. America has respect again. So they, remember now, everything's inverted. So when the, when the left, the globalist left says respect, that means disrespect. When the, when the globalist left says, this is good for your health, it's bad for your health. This will save your life. It's going to kill you. The world is, the world is inverted. Man, this is, the globalist left tells you this is a man. It's actually a woman. They tell you it's a woman. It's actually a man. The world is inverted. It's all Goebbels propaganda. All right, Christine Anderson, tweet just showing you America is back, right? France is currently at its highest terror alert, uh, alert level. Six airports have been evacuated. America is back. America is back, baby. Following bomb threats in Hamas, uh, in, in Germany, at Hamas aims to transform parts of Berlin into Gaza-like America America's back. America's allies are doing great, aren't they? Germany's doing great. France is doing great with this new era of respect. Remember, the new era of respect means a new era of disrespect. Nobody fears America. So on then, and Germany knows America's not feared. France knows America's not feared. So they're having to put out these terror alert levels, uh, new t- uh, the highest level of terror alert that basically they've done in modern history. But Hamas aims to transform parts of Berlin into Gaza-like territory. The EU is paying the price for its misguided immigration policy. And yes, it has to do with their misguided immigration policy, which, by the way, all amped up under Joseph Robinette Biden, just like our borders were closed. 8,000 people a month were crossing our border, which is way too many. Illegally crossing our border, 8,000 a month. Now it's 10,000 a day. 8,000 a month, now to 10,000 a day which adds up to between 200 and 300,000 a month. And by the way, the numbers are starting to come out. And by the way, I end up being right every time simply because I read the people who are actually covering the border, like Ben Burkwam, like Bill, like Bill Malugin. People like that are actually covering the numbers at the border and reading CBP statistics. The true numbers are now coming out. They're expecting it to be between 7 and 10 million at the end of this year that have crossed the border illegally that we know about, and always remember the CPP statistics, it's one to five times more than that. So it's a minimum of 20 million. Or you can take the lesser number. It's a minimum of 14 million, a minimum of 16 million, a minimum of 18 million, a minimum of 20 million. Remember, that's, that's the Biden administration. So the EU amped up all of their illegal immigration uh, allowances, the, 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 them allowing illegal immigrants to cross the borders. They amped that up. When Biden took over, because now America is not leading the way. As Biden comes out and says America is back, that means the opposite. America is stepping into the background. Not America is back. America is in the background. America was leading the way in closing the borders, building a wall. Not anymore. 
eight from eight thousand a month to ten thousand a day. That's where we're at now. All right, go to the next one for me. Well, post millennial tweet: Breaking Biden administration issues worldwide caution. America's back. Did we ever have to issue a worldwide caution alert after Hamas terror attacks on Israel? Anti-American protests, which we have anti-American protests breaking out all over the United States of America right now. All over, and Times Square is full, Chicago's full, many other states, many other cities are full of, I mean, all of our universities, which are funded by you and I, by the way, are full of pro-Hamas students. And, the, and all the university directors, university presidents, none of them are boosters and all the rest of them. None of them are coming out as pro-Israel, but only as pro-Hamas. You're like, no, they're not coming out as pro-Hamas. They're pro-Palestinian. Palestinian is Hamas. You're saying that there's no people, Tom, in Palestine that don't love Hamas. Very few. Their charter, everyone needs to understand something. I think I've got this on a Jesse Waters video. I'm going to show you in a minute, but... The very charter for the creation of the Gaza Strip was the removal of Israel from the map. The destruction of Israel. That is, that is the charter of Gaza. That is, that is their constitution. Like we have the Bill of Rights, they have the destruction of Israel. That is part of their charter. Please understand that. That is absolute fact. So if you are pro-Palestinian, you are pro-Hamas. And when you ever hear him saying from the, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, that's from the Jordan. It's not from the Mississippi River, credit Dan Bongino. That's from the Jordan to the sea. That's from the removal of Israel off of the map. So just so you know, and here again, we're, we're allegedly back. America's got its respect back. First of all, we never had more respect than we had in the four years of Trump. And I'm no Trump sycophant. I'm voting for him again. I'm just telling you, I'm no Trump sycophant. He blew it on COVID. Otherwise, he'd still be president right now. If he would have sweetened COVID, as Sweden handled COVID, if he would have done that in the United States, he'd still be president right now. So allegedly, America is back. But you know what's so funny is, we never had to issue a worldwide caution while Trump was president. All right, go on the next one for me, Will. Uh, uh, Western Lensman video. I just want to show you, remember this is, what, this is what Joe Biden said on February 19th of 2021. Play it for me. America is back. America is back. Diplomacy is back at the center of our foreign policy. Investing in our diplomacy isn't something we do just because it's the right thing to do for the world. We do it in order to live in peace, security, and prosperity. We do it because it's in our own naked self-interest. When we strengthen our alliances, we amplify our power. So there you're saying America is back, but we're having, we're having worldwide terror alerts everywhere. We have drone strikes attempted to be conducted on, Amer- on American military installations. Never happened under Trump. We have hyperinflation, global hyperinflation, national hyperinflation, record gas prices. And listen, by the, they, they'll talk about record employment. No, we actually have record unemployment because the labor participation rate is never actually calculated into their calculations. A lot of people have just decided no longer to even look for a job anymore, just get their monthly stipend. So we do not, everything they say is a lie because this whole world is inverted. Everything that's a lie is actually the truth. Everything that's the truth is actually a lie. So here's our side-by-side. What's the guy's name again, Aaron? Uh, he's a Balchinian. Balchinian. Yeah. They're, 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
They look more similar than I thought. I know. So there's Biden on his plane, mumbling and mumbling and bumbling. There's the ghost of Anthony Blinken. See him right here. See him, uh, see him over there? There's the ghost of Anthony Blinken right behind him. Biden, Biden's right here. So there's uh, Biden. We're just going to maybe we'll just call him Joe Balchinian from now on. That's the president of the United States, Joe Balchinian. There we go. All right, that's good. Keep that handy, though, Aaron. Keep that handy. Oh, keep it always. Keep I'm it keeping ready, it. Just in yeah. case. We need to keep that in the archives. All right, going on. So let's talk about Joe Biden here with, with, with the economy. Joe Biden with the economy. Always talking about Bidenomics. How great Bidenomics are. Are they really great? How, how are they for you? It's amazing. Again, I've, I've got a Goebbels thing here. I don't know where I put it, but anyway. It's all Goebbels propaganda. It's just lies. One lie after another. It's amazing how you'd ever have the audacity to go up to. There you go. Put that up for me, Will, would you? Real quick. There you go. I just want to read this to you. It's part of another part of the show, but I just it just keeps popping into my head. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza. Propaganda bears no necessary relationship to the truth. Good propaganda is propaganda that works, and all other propaganda is bad. Joseph Goebbels. All right, so there you go. Now bring it back to where we were. Well, so anyway, that, that's all the Bidenomics. Biden, Bidenomics are great. Imagine having the audacity to walk up to a podium when you know that Americans now, their food prices are up 20% since you took office. They can't afford I mean, they're, I can tell you this. I could run the videos. I just think... I, this, Look, look at it as it would just be ad nauseum. I could run you 30 videos a show of young people posting TikToks in Canada and the United States talking about how they can't afford to live. Yep. I'm telling you right now, it's absolutely true. People in Canada are just like, uh, I have to make a choice between food and rent. Remember that was always the Democratic Party mantra. That's where they, all their ads came out all the time. My grandma having to choose between buying cat food for her to eat and paying her rent. That's what Joe Biden has actually created because, again, it's an inverted world. Everything they say they're for, they're actually against. Everything they say they're against, they're actually for. They want to bankrupt grandma, so grandma has to come to them. Grandma has to come to them. They'll put them on a monthly stipend. They'll die young. That's what they want. They all will live very long lives, but you will, you will die long because you're 57 times in, uh, vaccinated. That's the point of all. So is, is Binomics really a, does, is it really effective? What are the real numbers behind Binomics? Now, I, of course, I'll answer the question right off the bat. Then I'll show you the numbers. Binomics is an absolute depression. An absolute depression. We are a mess. Again, I've said this now, five straight podcasts. We were $31 trillion in debt in June. We are now $33 trillion in debt now. We jumped 32 trillion. We didn't even spend a month at 32 trillion. We just jumped right from 31 to 33 trillion, which usually takes a year or two for us to add another trillion onto our debt, which is pathetic in and of itself. But then you take pathetic and you reach the galactic reaches of pathetic under the Biden administration. So let's look at some numbers here. GOP video, Joe Biden has crushed the American dream. It's about mortgage rates. Play for me. Bidenomics is just another way of saying restoring the American dream. Now we have an eight handle. Compare that to just 3% two years ago. What that means for a person buying a $400,000 home with 20% down is they are now paying about $1,000 more a month today than they would have just two years ago. Oh, is that all? Your mortgage has gone up $1,000 a month. Your food price has gone up $20 a month. Put up the next one for me, Will, and we're going to just look at this one so we can just go on with it. So here it is, Stephen Moore tweet. 30-year fixed mortgage rate under Trump, 2.9%. Now, he just had a mere small little increase. <laughs> small little increase. 30-year fixed mortgage rate for everybody wanting to buy a house right now under Biden is now up to 8%, which costs you a minimum 
of $1,000 more a month. You have to be making now to afford a home inside the United States of America. You now have to be, you now have to have a mean income, a, a household income of $114,000 a year. To afford a house inside of the United States, average house in the, in the United States of America, the average, now remember, the average household income is what in the United States? Anybody know? Fifty dollars to $60,000 a year. That's the average income. To afford a house now in America, you have to have an income of $114,000 to afford the average home in America. Understand that. That's Bidenomics for you. And it's all on purpose so that it crushes you into living in their 15-minute cities in your 30-by-30 cubicle with your family of four. You've been vaxxed 57 times, and you'll all die young after you've spent your 30 or 40 years servicing the globalist left. So 30-year fixed mortgage rate on Trump, 2.9%. It just went up a mere, basically, uh, three times. Just so I mean, I know it's not quite three times. It'd be 9% if it was three times. But let's say it'd be basically three times. So 30-year fixed mortgage rates have gone up three times what they were under Trump. And these, this guy has the audacity to come up and tout and careen Jean Pierre. She comes out and creates and, and, and uh, talks about how great Bidenomics is. Touts Bidenomics. Can you imagine that? Imagine having the audacity. It's literally like an NFL team who is 0 and, 0 and 16 going into the last week of the season, coming out and telling you how to win. <laughs> let me give. Let me give the, the. I know there's other teams going into the playoffs right now. Let us give. Uh, let us give. Let us give them our advice about how to win. That's, that's the Biden team right now. It's amazing. Again, it's amazing to me because leftist people, even because, by the way, this reminds me of like Ecclesiastes 8.17 and 9.11. No one can comprehend what goes on under the sun. Despite all his efforts to search it out, man cannot discover its meaning. Even as a wise man claims he knows, he cannot really comprehend it. And here's the thing. I, I cannot comprehend how any leftist will still vote. Because you know what? The rain is falling on the just and the unjust. I know you look at me as a leftist, as the unjust. Well, you know what? This rain's falling on the both of us. This is all you teachers that are making 60 to 80 grand a year. How are you going to afford a house when you have to average $114,000 to buy the average size home inside the United States of America? Explain to me that. That's your boy. This wasn't that way. There was, there was the price right there under Donald Trump. Right there under Donald Trump. So probably the average, you probably had to have about 90 grand. 80 grand. Make, I'm talking about what you would make every year to get your average, get your house inside of America. Matter of fact, during the Trump administration, I never heard of anybody having a tr- problem buying a house. Even people making 50 grand a year. But under, uh, because here's the thing, even if that's what you're making, remember, this is coming at you with multiple angles as they always do. They come at you with COVID. They come at you with their mitigations. They come at you with their vaccines. Come at you with multiple angles. Here they're coming at with angles too. Hyperinflation, because 50% of our currency that's currently in circulation was printed and printed by the Biden administration. So you have hyperinflation, which causes your food and gas prices to go through the roof. So you have that going on, as well as that same hyperinflation causing interest rates to go up. So it comes out at many, many, comes at you at many different angles. You're not able to afford anything. So that's 30-year fixed rate mortgage rate under Biden close to 8% when it was 2%. Oh, it was 3% under Donald Trump. That's a $1,500 a month Biden mortgage tax. I said 1000 It's actually $1,500 a month increase. So people who were paying, let's just say $2,500 a month for their mortgage are now paying $4,000 a month for that same mortgage for that same house. I know people got their, I understand how mortgages work. They got signed on for their, 
their interest rate. But what if, what if their interest rate was non-fixed? Imagine your mortgage rate if it was non A lot of people sign up for five-year fixed, and then it goes into, is that what it's called, Lord? Uh, is that what it's called, Hope? Non-fixed? Fixed rate and adjustable. That's the, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. A lot of people have adjustable rates. So they were paying $2,500 a month for a really nice house. Now they're paying $4,000, and they're going bankrupt. And that will be then, of course, repossessed by BlackRock, which yep. is part of the plan. Get everybody out of their private homes. Get them in these 15-minute cities, in these high-rises, just like they put the black population. So they can control the black population and murder the black population and abort the black population. Get them all into their 15-minute cities. Get them all into these uh, various ghetto high-rises and butcher them. 400,000 per year, but use their labor and use their votes until they die young. That's the point. That's that's who these people are. They're devils. The globalists left are devils and the capitulators, the rhinos are devils. Here's the actual, here's just so everybody sees. This is the truth. There's nothing, there's nothing to think about here. Here it is starting with the mortgage rates. Now this starts in, in the fifth month of 2020 to your far left, going to the ninth month to the end of September, 2023. There they were, right there. So Biden, Biden took over right when it went up. Look at it. Right when it went up. Because yep. you got 2020, look at you have 2021, 01, right there. Look, it started to go up. And it has skyrocketed ever since. That's the Biden administration. That's Bidenomics, just so everybody knows what the true statistical data is. There it is. Right there. That's the truth. All right, let's go to the next one. Pick, this is the number, I just wanted you to see it. This come, didn't come from a right-wing source. <laughs> this is Bloomberg. Yeah. Couldn't be any more left than Bloomberg. Americans must earn $114,000 a year to afford a typical home. The income that potential buyers need has soared to record levels, according to Redfin, which, again, is not a, is not a right-wing source. There it is, right there, six-figure, the six-figure homeowner club. So unless you're making $114,000 a year, you can't afford the typical home. That's the Biden administration. That is the Biden administration. And this has all happened in record time. This is worse than Jimmy Carter ever was. Way worse. And I, li- I remember J- the Jimmy Carter administration. I was a young boy, but I remember the Jimmy Carter administration. Couldn't be any worse. You never thought it could be any worse. Oh, Biden has made it worse. Made it worse. Here it is. This is worse than the 2006, 7, 8, 9 financial cra- crash. It's worse. It's worse. It's just been mitigated by what happened with COVID. So many people lost their jobs. So many businesses closed. And everybody, you know, you've heard this 500 times on this podcast. 60% of the businesses that closed during COVID never reopened. That were forced to close under COVID never reopened. Never. That's all part of the plan too. They want to limit your choices so that it's very easy for them to limit your purchases. If you only have five banks that you choose from, two stores for you to choose from. You, you, all of your power comes from an electric grid controlled by ESG, controlled by DEI, controlled by federal regulations because everybody's power now comes from a plug in the wall instead of gas stations, which again makes absolutely no sense because if you're going to burn CO2, you're either going to burn it making electricity to charge batteries or you're going to burn it with internal combustion engines. It's all the exact same burning. And really, you burn more, you burn more under the green agenda because it takes far more to mine those materials using fossil fuel, fossil fuel fueled uh, uh, vehicles to mine, the, to mine all the, the various elements that you need 
for these lithium batteries. It's really not difficult. I mean, none of it makes any sense. None of it makes, I mean, always think about it. None of this stuff makes any sense whatsoever. I'm going to abort my child, but it's not a child. That doesn't make any sense at all. Look at a picture of your child inside your room and tell me that's not a person. Yeah. It makes no sense at all. So we're going to, you, we are going to save the world by driving electric vehicles that are charged by fossil fuels. How does that make any sense at all? Well, now, yeah, but Tom, now we drive around and our vehicles are not emitting any CO2, which, by the way, is a bull-faced lie. Electric vehicles do emit CO2. They do. Do they emit as much as, a, as an internal combustion engine? No. But if you're going you're to save the world because you're not going to emit CO2 while you're driving around town, okay, I mean, just for sake of conversation, okay, not saving the world, but look, you, you can pretend that. But what, what charged that vehicle? the exact same CO2 burning fossil fuels that you, would have used, that you would have been burning in your cars you drove around town. It's the exact same thing. Yeah, look at this. I mean, look at, look at, look at how it works. Keystone Pipeline, look how nice that is, versus a lithium mine for hybrid cars. Not to mention all the child, the child labor that it takes to mine that lithium. Yeah. It's again, all these people are allegedly for the kids, trying to save the kids, cry over the kids, Rashida Tlaib on Capitol Hill, crying over kids, and she glad she cries over kids in Gaza that she claims falsely were killed by Israelis. And of course, you know, so we had the Israel. I'm not getting into all the insurrection stuff on Capitol Hill with the Palestinian protesters pretending to be, pretending to be uh, Jews, pretending to be uh, Israelis. They're just a bunch of people pretending to be Israelis sitting in Capitol, causing an insurrection, being forcibly arrested. Oh, that's just another insurrection. They won't get anything but a $200 fine and notice to appear, and that'll be the end of it. And then people who are there on Capitol on, on 1-6 are spending 22 years in prison. That's a given. That's done. There's nothing we can do about it right now because Merrick Garland is in charge of the DOJ. Nothing we can do about it. So if you're wondering why I'm not covering that and showing you a bunch of videos on it, nothing more. It's been shown, you know, at nauseum. You know, and it just, it, you know, it just is what it is right now. I mean, we know that none of those people are going to spend any time in prison, even though they should be, because the new rule is, the new rule is, if you halt government in any way, shape, or form, which is why, like, Congressman Bowman should have 22-year sentence. You halt, if you halt the operation of government, according to the DOJ under Mayor Garland and Lisa Monaco, it's a 22-year sentence, 10 to 22-year sentence. All right, so back to this. Let me just show you this. Western Journal video, under Joe Biden... Iran's Federal Reserve, look at the numbers. Look at it. Look, let's, the, I don't even want to tell you the numbers because I want you to hear it on the video. Look at the numbers for Iran's Federal Reserve since Biden has taken office. Play it for me. Under Joe Biden, Iran's Federal Reserves have went from $6 billion to $60 billion. Let me say that again. They went from 6 to $60 billion under this president. He's allowing Iran to sell a billion dollars worth of oil every week to China. So Joe Biden has ignored sanctions for, for two years now, and now he's lifting those sanctions. So everyone, you know, everyone understands this. Iran is the major state funder of terrorism across the world. We need to cut off the head of this snake. We need to stop this fund right now we need to stop it yesterday so i'm going to go over my list real quick but here let's start off with this one so since biden has taken office and allegedly these people are pro-israel and anti-amas i wonder what israel's federal reserve has gone up since the biden administration has taken office because we know iran's federal reserve has gone up from they just have basically six billion dollars in the bank now they got 60 billion in the bank 
Under the Biden, under the Biden, why, why, wonder why that is, because we know that Biden gave him $6 billion. and remember, again, funding is always fungible, which means it can just be reallocated. So if you give them $6 billion for only humanitarian purposes, now they don't have to spend the, the $6 billion they had, they had allocated for humanitarian services. Now they don't have to spend that anymore. They can now use the money that you've allocated for humanitarian services, take the money they originally had allocated for humanitarian services, and, and then give it to Hamas. So their Federal Reserve has gone up under the Biden administration. Remember, the Biden administration hasn't even been in office for three years. Has gone up from six, $6 billion to $60 billion in less than three years under the, because Joe Biden loves Iran. Joe Biden loves Hamas. Joe Biden hates Israel. Just like Barack Hussein Obama, who's secretly running the country with Ron Klain and Susan Rice, hates Israel and loves Hamas. That's who these people are. There's no, you Tommy shouldn't say things that are so harsh. It's absolutely true. Why would Joe Biden disband the CIA's watchdog group watching Iran terrorism? Why would he do that? The, the counterterrorism section, the Iran, I'm just going to call it this for now on for ease of conversation. Why would Joe Biden disband the CIA's counterterrorism unit watching Iran? Why would Joe Biden disband the CIA's Iran counterterrorism group. Why would he do that in 2022? Just in time for this attack. Why would Joe Biden give Iran six, $6 billion? Why? I don't care what it's for because it's all fungible and can be reallocated. So $6 billion to Iran is $6 billion to Iran, no matter what it's for. He's now, just so everybody knows, you can pull it up right now, get your phone out and Google it. He's giving $100 million to Hamas. Yep. That's a fact. But don't worry, it can only be used for humanitarian purposes. He's doing it right now in the midst of this. We have, I don't know how many American hostages being held right now. At least 200 Israeli hostages being held right now. 31 Americans killed. 1,300 people total killed. Almost 1,300 Israelis killed. Babies' heads cut off. People burned alive. And Joe Biden is giving the perpetrators of that crime right now, today, $100 million. It's an absolute fact. Pull it up. Google it right now. Go on to X. Go on to X and Google it. It's an absolute fact. It's tied in with Ukrainian funding and everything else. But $100 million goes to Hamas. But don't worry. Hamas can only use it for humanitarian purposes. Like, you know, uh, they they can rebuild that hospital that Israel blew up, that Israel blew up. And let me go over that real quick. First of all, the hospital's never blown up. Yeah. The hospital's perfectly fine. Where did the missile hit? In the parking lot. Blew up some cars. <laughs> so did it kill 500 people? And Nope. Didn't kill 500 people. Didn't hit the hospital. Hit the parking lot next to the hospital. And Israelis didn't do it. It was a Moss rocket. That misfired. We have it on Al Jazeera. Played it. Yep. And then, not only that, in case I don't get to it, let me see if it's like close here. Nah, not super close. But anyway, did you have Rashida Tlaib? On Capitol Hill yesterday, crying. You know, the crocodile fake tears. They all, like, remember Kirby crying over Israel? No tears. They cried with no tears. I just think that is uh, There's no tears. Oh, there she is. Oh, you're awesome. You're awesome. Seriously. Is that like the video? Yeah. Oh, hit it. Continue to watch people think it's okay to bomb a hospital where children... You know what's so hard sometimes is watching those videos and, and the people telling the kids don't cry and like let them cry. 
and they're shaking and somebody you know that she's concerned so concerned about the kids she would she's the one who put planned parenthood in gaza yep where she just really put planned parenthood in gaza to butcher those kids she's worried about crying she gladly abort them in the womb i think the kid would rather cry than be aborted in the womb and when she made that speech it was already this whole thing about israel bombing this hospital was completely and totally debunked but she still didn't anyway. you got my Goebbels thing again guys can you throw that up for me so she knew it yeah just side by side she knew it she knew at the time keep that thing like holstered somewhere keep it holstered and i'll probably never use it again now that i told you i'll start but holstered. <laughs> okay but she knew when she made that speech, it had already been debunked for over 24 hours when she made the speech. It was debunked Tuesday night. Debunked Tuesday. It was done. It was finished. And she made that speech anyway because she's Joseph Goebbels. You wonder why these people hate Israel? Joseph Goebbels hated Israel. Yep. They're no different than Nazis. How's Rashida Tlaib any different than the Nazi? She believes in mass censorship. She believes in gun confiscation. She believes in slaughtering millions of people. That's who she is in the womb and out of the womb. She believes in slaughtering Israelis, just like Goebbels. How is she different than a Nazi? She's not. She's no different than a Nazi. Propaganda, remember now, she knew, A, Israel didn't bomb the hospital. B, she knew that the hospital wasn't bombed. C, she knew that there wasn't 500 people killed. But yet she made the speech anyway and is crying about it. When are we going to say that it's wrong to bomb a hospital? There was, she knew then that the hospital wasn't bombed. And she knew it wasn't Israel that bombed it. And she did anyway because she's Joseph Goebbels. Propaganda bears no necessary relationship to the truth. Good propaganda is propaganda that works. And all other propaganda is bad. Joseph Goebbels, police state. You gotta, everyone needs to go to that movie or buy, the, buy tickets to it, whether you go or not, or buy the, C, the D, uh, DVD version of it, whatever it is. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza and Dan Bongino's police state. Got to go or got to buy it. I'm going to buy it. So anyway, all right, let's move on. So let's talk about now. I've said now that you have here. Joe, here's Joe Biden's list of how he loves Iran. He disbands completely and totally the Iran CIA task force so that CIA is no longer watching Iran's terrorism. He funds pal- through the UN funds pal- Palestinian terrorism to the tune of $700 million. That's an absolute fact. Pull it all up. He gives Iran $6 billion and gives Hamas $100 million today. So what did Israel get? Um, we got some A-10 attack war hogs off the coast. Uh, uh, our, we have hostages that are still being held over there. 200 Israelis, maybe Americans. 31 Americans dead. 1,200 plus Israelis dead. And Joe Biden's doing what? He's charging Americans for their flights home. Unless you happen to be picked up by Corey Mills or Ron DeSantis. Two heroes, Ron DeSantis, Corey Mills, actually flying over to Israel and orchestrating flights and supplies in and out of Israel. What's the Biden administration doing? Nothing. Biden had John Kirby come on to a podium and say, if you want to leave Israel, you have two options. You can fly out on a commercial flight. All commercial flights were closed, but you can fly out on a commercial flight, even though they're all closed. Or you can walk out. So I guess you can walk into, I'm trying to think of the neighboring countries, Jordan, Syria, you just walk into those, or you just walk into the ocean, just walk out, you start paddling, walk into, well, you know, walk, I guess you walk into Gaza, right? That, that's, that's the Biden administration. Again, either galactically inept or purposely evil. We know what it is. It's both A and B. All 
All right, so here's more on the Biden administration. I've already laid out how they are pro-Iran. Don't believe me? Well, look at this, Ted Cruz tweet. Indefensible, this anti-Semitic radical should be fired immediately. Biden Department of Homeland Security officer is repeatedly posting. Let me repeat. Now, there, look at the posting on the bottom. As I'm reading, this is, I don't know how to pronounce the name. I'll just give it a shot. Niwa Ali. Niwa Ali or Niwa Ali. Here she is. With a big smile on her face. Look what she's posting. As a member of the Biden administration, look at the date. Look at the date. It happened on October 7th. Look at the date. That's what she's posting. As a member of the Biden administration, and you're telling me the Biden administration, did the Biden administration take, make her take it down? No. No, because they're pro, they're pro Hamas and anti-Israel. And all of the Israelis and Jews inside of America that vote for the Biden administration and understand what you're voting for. Please understand. And what does that make you if you vote for them? So here it is, Biden, Biden Department of Homeland Security. I mean, the irony just never ends, and I could just go down these perpetual tributaries to the galactic ineptitude and the galactic evil of the Biden administration, but I just can't. I'll just spend all night doing it. And I'm already, I can't believe it's already 924. But Biden Department of Homeland Security officers repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly posting pictures of Hamas terrorists parachuting with guns and writing F Israel and any Jew who supports Israel. That's the Biden administration. The Biden administration who says they're pro-Israel. This is him, Biden's Department of Homeland Security officer. And none of the Biden administration didn't make her take it down. You know why? Because that's how they really feel. That's how Nancy Pelosi feels. That's how Cori Bush feels. Iona Presley feels. AOC feels. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Green jean Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. Ilan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, that's how they feel. Right there, understand that's how they feel. You're like, Tom, how, I mean, you are, you're absolutely pro-Israel. I'm pro-Israel, 100% pro-Israel. Do I agree with everything that Israel does? Everything that Israel does against Hamas, I agree with. Now, do you, now what do I think? I told you I would tell you this. It doesn't look, I'm, I may not, I don't know if I'll make it to my Ukraine section again. Doesn't look good. But do I, do I think that there are, are things going on behind the scenes with the CIA and the Mossad that potentially stirred up this invasion? Yeah, because they're after Benjamin Netanyahu. They want to get him out. Do I believe Benjamin Netanyahu is perfect? No, he's terrible under COVID, terrible about vaccines, terrible about biometric cards. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I, I, see, you have, to, you, have to, you have to discriminate. I don't mean racially. You have to discriminate. You have to be able to say, I am good in this area, but not in that area. I am 100% in this area, but not in that area. I love Donald Trump. I hate what he did with COVID. I hate what he did with Operation Warp Speed. I hate that he still says that he saved 100 million people with his vaccines. Hate it because it's all not true. Yep. Okay, I hate it. And then with Ron DeSantis. I love Ron DeSantis as governor of Florida. He is my second choice for president. Still is. Think he's great. Okay? But he went and he, and he cozied up with rhino Republican donors. I hate that. So you have to be able to say I'm for this and against that. Lots of people that I really loved in Congress, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Thomas Massey, voted for the Biden omnibus spending bill, which put us another trillion dollars in debt. $1.5 trillion in debt, to be exact. So I hate that. So I know the Mossad and the CIA 
knew about this invasion, did nothing about it, or purposely did it, purposely helped it. I know that Iran funded this invasion and coordinated this invasion. We know that. Now, what it could now, what would Mossad and the CIA have to gain? What would they have to gain? Because Biden, well, namely Ukraine, is being destroyed in this war. I wish I have the time. It's buried here. I just never can get there. Here's my Ukraine expose. It's, it's always poignant because it never really goes out of date. But Ukraine is losing badly. I can read you these headlines here. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Some of this stuff of my expose here. Breaking, Ukrainian forces are laying down their Western supplied arms and surrendering in mass. That's what's really happening. So do they need a distraction to get out? And then you know, suddenly you have John uh, butt-grabbing, butt-cheek-spreading, Kirby get up and say, you know what, this funding for, for, uh, for Ukraine does have an end. Somebody said a month ago. <laughs> Somebody said a week ago. Right. He said, we will always be with Ukraine. That's what he said. But so, see, they're weaseling their way out, and this attack comes at the perfect time. Now, does that mean, because say that you had the globalist bourgeois leftist elitist that coordinated this attack, that, the, that you then go, okay, now I'm going to spare the people that did the attacking? No, you go and you kill the attackers. They're still horrible people. They still killed and raped. Listen, they raped people. They chopped the heads off of babies. They burned people alive. They killed women and children. Killed 31 Americans. I don't care if it was orchestrated by Mossad or the CIA. They will answer later. Right now, Hamas must pay. You have, you have to be that specific. You have to operate in that level of specificity. You have to right now. Eventually, maybe we'll get back to a place where this whole side is right and this whole side is wrong. But Israel is corrupt just like the United States is corrupt. You can't believe everything Israel says. You can't believe everything we say. But Israel over Hamas, 100% in favor of Israel. Israel doesn't rape people. Israel doesn't burn people alive. Is Israel on occasion heavy-handed? According to Hamas, they're heavy-handed, according to their videos, which Aaron got a video for me. Where is that video? Aaron, where's your car burning video? Put oh, that up there yeah, for me. Yeah, find it. Find it for me. Yep. I wanted to show you this video. I'm not, why am I not getting to anything? Man, I'm getting to nothing tonight. I don't understand why. Put that up, Aaron, side by side. Quick, yeah, that, great. Thank you. Appreciate it. This is why, this is why would, this is the best podcast around. You know what that image is? That's all fake. Yep. Absolutely. That's computer generated, right? Yep. AI? Yep. So... Aaron found me this video. This is all fake. I mean, they leave that little balloon up there so it shows you that it's all fake. Yeah, that that's like their... Aaron, hit yourself. Yeah. So that's like their, their editing software. It's called Real Engine, and it's what they use to make video games. And oh, so okay. that little purple thing is actually them in the the, the graphic creator, basically. Manipulating show, it? Yeah, showing you the smoke. Like, watch the smoke here. You oh, can okay. see it's moving the smoke. Oh, oh, wow, yeah. Okay, there we go. So I want to show you. You, don't, you can't believe anything. You just honestly, you can't believe anything at all. Not one thing, just so you know. That's, that's, that's just the way it is. So anyway, that's where I stand. But when, I, when it's discerned, listen, is Hamas evil or is Hamas not? Did Hamas rape Israeli women? Yes. They must pay. Simple as that. You got to operate in that specificity. It's just like I can't stand what cops did during COVID. Ones that are right here local even. Where I'm sitting right now in Sarasota County, Florida. Couldn't stand what they did. Didn't stand what they did, but I'm still pro-law enforcement. But I hate that part of it. I hate that they were all so stinking, not all of them, but many of them were so spineless that they swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of America, of the United States of America. And then the moment that they, they deemed that their jobs might be threatened, they just 
abandoned their oath and started arresting people for not standing six feet apart and wearing a mask in an open in an open park, which we showed the videos of that stuff. All right, so let's go on. Where am I at? Where am I at, Will? Jason Miller. Jason Miller. Where the heck am I? Okay, Jason Miller tweet. So remember, the one before, so we have, hey, do me a favor, Will. Can you slide back the one before? Just real quick, one slide from before. Just so I, I want to, because I, I went way off. So everybody remembers this is where I was at, because I know I go on my tangents. Biden, Department of Homeland Security officers repeatedly posting pictures of Hamas, terrorists parachuting in with guns and writing F Israel. That was Niwa Ali, officer at the Department of Homeland Security. Go to the next one for me, Will. Thank you, sir. All right, Biden, Biden's nominee, Jason Miller tweet. Biden's nominee for Israel ambassador. Biden's nominee for Israel ambassador. Biden's nominee for Israel ambassador. <laughs> Oversaw infamous pallets of cash payment to Iran, which, by the way, I didn't even add to the Biden list because that happened under O-Biden. Yeah. Well, I can't remember how many millions it was. Pallets of USD delivered in the dead of night. Remember, everyone practicing evil hates light, does not come to light, lest their deeds be exposed. John 3.20, Jesus speaking. The Biden administration, or the, um, correction, the old Biden administration, delivered pallets of cash to Iran in the middle of the night. Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you do it as a, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you do it in the middle of the day? Why are all of Anthony Fauci's emails redacted? Why is everything redacted? Why can't we see the 15,000 hours of video footage from 1-6? Why is it that 1-6 defendants can't get exculpatory video footage from their own attorneys? Why can't they get it from the, from the DOJ? $400 million. My producer Aaron just got it for me. $400 million in the dead of night was delivered to who O'Biden loves. I meant to say it. O'Biden. Who Biden and Obama love. They love, his, they love Iran and they hate Israel. That's why they give them $400 million in the middle of the night. You're like, yeah, but Tom, they still have some bills that they have to, they have to push forward the bills. Just like all the rhino Republicans, they have to say some conservative things so that you think that they're doing good for you so that you continue to elect them instead of electing legit conservatives. Legit conservatives. The money, Aaron was giving me this, the money was flown into Iran on wooden pallets stacked with Swiss francs, euros, <laughs> and other currencies as the first installment of a $1.7 billion payment. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. That's, that's, the, that's the Biden for you. So here, the next one here. Biden nominee for Israeli ambassador oversaw the pallets of cash to Iran. <laughs> and he's going to be our ambassador to Israel? Great. A man who loves Iran? Fantastic. The Iran who funded this Hamas invasion and directed the Hamas invasion. Directed the rapes, directed the burnings, directed the homicides. 31 Americans dead, over 1,200 Israelis dead. Go to the next one for me. And remember this one from Tuesday night. Uh, Joey Manorino tweet, Biden's Iran envoy, Rob Malley, has been quietly expelled from the Biden administration and his security clearance revoked. Why? Quietly. You don't know it's happening because Biden's state media won't let you know, but I will. Malley was removed and is being investigated for sharing classified information with Iran. It's the Biden administration. And they got the, they have the, the girl there, whatever, I forgot her name, posting F Israel a member of the Department of Homeland Security, an officer for the Department of Homeland Security, to po posting F Israel and posting, there it is, posting cartoon images of paragliders coming in and executing Americans and Israelis. Because this woman right here, Nawal Ali, is not an American. She's a globalist, bourgeois, leftist, leash, doesn't believe the Constitution, doesn't believe in the, doesn't believe in the Declaration of Independence, doesn't believe in the Bill of Rights. 
She believes in Klaus Schwab and the globalist leftist bourgeois elitist narrative. That's what she believes in. All right, where the heck am I? I don't even know. Am I in Frasier? Jesse Waters next. Jesse Oh, here we are. Thank you. Gosh, thank goodness you guys are here. All right, Jesse Waters video. So why, you know, now you all know, just so everybody knows, just like we took in, I believe it's 40,000. I can't remember. Uh, there's so many. I've got to write a list. I really do need it. But nobody really responds positively to my list on the show. <laughs> I like lose them. viewers when I start reading my lists. <laughs> so I'm a fan. Aaron's a fan. I'm a fan. Will hasn't said a word, so I don't think Will <laughs> likes my list. So Hope hasn't said anything like, give me more lists. So I'm assuming that nobody likes my list. But I like to, I like to put these cumulative lists together of Biden lies, Biden atrocities, Biden failures. Um, and I can't remember exactly how many, how many Afghans, unvetted, we have no idea who they are, no idea what they've done, flew them over after the colossal atrocity inside of Afghanistan, $86 billion worth of our military equipment left to the now what's called the PLA, the People's Liberation Army of Afghanistan, to, um, left, left to the Afghans, making them 26th largest army. Overnight, right there, Taliban, largest army, 26th largest army on the planet. Overnight, that was done over there. His atrocities. Then he flew over 40,000, I believe it was. 82,000. 83,000. 82. Oh, great. Aaron just made a correction. It wasn't 83,000. It's 82,000. 82,000. 82,000. Double. Double. So, yeah. So they flew over (sighs) the city of Sarasota. Flew over. That's about the size of the city of Sarasota. Flew over the city of Sarasota. Unvetted, we have no idea who they are, no idea what they do for a living, no idea what 12-year-old they're married to, nothing. Flew them over and just let them loose, hopefully all in Ilan Omar's district. Let them loose. That's the Biden administration. Did that. So now we know what's coming. They're going to want to do this for Gaza residents. Should we? Jesse Waters, play for me, Will. The Palestinians are a broken society. They've been the pariah of the Arab world for decades. None of their Arab neighbors want anything to do with them. They just want to use them as political fodder. Arab leaders have said that Palestinian refugees are incompatible with their cultures. Psychologists who've studied the Palestinians in Gaza say the population is plagued by severe psychiatric disorders. Child brides are prevalent throughout Palestinian neighborhoods. On top of that, National medical journals estimate that nearly half of marriages are between relatives. This has led to significant medical deficiencies. Ideology, I mean, with the Palestinians, a lot in common with Hamas. A recent survey found that most Palestinians desire an armed religious uprising against the Jews. Political violence is supported. Wiping Israel off the map is literally in Gaza's founding charter. This would be like Article 3 of the U.S. Constitution calling for the complete destruction of Mexico and the Mexican people. Biden is soft-pedaling this. The vast majority of Palestinians are not Hamas. Hamas does not represent the Palestinian people. Not to be cliche, but it's a little more complicated than that. That's why giving these people $100 million and then flying plane loads of them into New York may not be kosher. Primetime respects and loves all people from all cultures, and we have no interest in harming the Palestinian people. But it's important to scrutinize exactly what we're dealing with here. Just remember the stats coming out: half, half, half of the you know if you want to call them Gazans or whatever they are, Palestinians, call them Palestinians, I guess. 
Half of them are married to their relatives. And that, you know, because you know what's coming is that Biden's going to try to bring them in. He's going to, because they are a Democratic Party constituency that will vote Ilan Omar in over and over and over, Sheet Tlaib in over and over and over again, Presley in, Cori Bush, AOC, all red, Colin Allred, all the rest of the Moss lovers, they will vote them in over and over again. And Joe Biden just bold-faced lies. Again, he either is galactically ignorant or a bold-faced liar. Those are your only two choices. There is nothing else. You, you can't say he's, he's a man of great character. There is none. There, your two choices are bold-faced liar, galactically ignorant. Because he says most Palestinians are not pro are not pro Hamas. Um, most, according to the poll data, most desire a jihad against Israel. Most. He just said most are not against Israel. The polling data shows that most are for the genocide of Israel. As Jesse Waters says, basically the Charter of Gaza, one of their founding documents, you have like the Charter of Rights for Canada, you have our Constitution. Their Charter of Rights, one of their charter charters in the Charter of Rights is the full destruction of Israel. And as Jesse Waters says, that would be like the, uh, the Second Amendment of the Constitution, instead of being right to bear arms, would be the total elimination of Mexico. In the Mexican people. So just that, that, that's, that's the true numbers. And you know the Biden administration is going to try to bring in a bunch of Hamas res- refugees. I'd, I'd say to the tune of 100,000. Why do I think that? Well, let's look at what Scotland's doing right now. Here's Scotland. Here, here's their Scotland's first minister. Here's what he has to say. Play it for me. In the past, people in Scotland and across the UK have opened our hearts and our homes. We've welcomed those from Syria, from Ukraine and many other countries. Conference, we must do so again. There are currently one million people displaced within Gaza. So therefore, I'm calling today on the international community to commit to a worldwide refugee program for the people of Gaza. I'm calling on the UK government to take two urgent steps. Firstly, they should immediately begin work on the creation of a refugee resettlement scheme for those in Gaza who want to and, of course, are able to leave. And when they do so, Scotland is willing to be the first country in the UK to offer safety and sanctuary to those who are caught up in these terrible attacks. So there you go. That he, and this is what you're going to see. And this is who this guy is right here. Weird how his name is Hamza Youssef. That's strange, isn't it? Very strange that you have the first minister who's also Muslim. Very strange first minister of Scotland who's now saying you know, we need to set up camps for all of these Gazan refugees, tune of a million of them. Now it's very strange, though, because Jordan, which is the next door neighbor of Israel slash Gaza, Egypt which is, has, shares a border with Gaza, Egypt is refusing all Gazan res- refugees. So is Jordan. Yep. Why, why would all those countries refuse Gazan refugees? Because they're nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble whatsoever. So if Egypt, who shares, literally shares a border with the Gaza Strip, shares a border, won't allow them to cross that border into Egypt, None. Zero. So it's because they're going to be the Poland of the Middle East. Scotland will be riddled with terrorist attacks, just like the UK is. 
I mean, one stabbing after another in Sadiq Khan's London. One stabbing after I mean, look at look at look who's running. Look who's running. I mean, you're like, Tom, you're Islamophobic. Listen, I do not like the, the religion of Islam. The religion of Islam is all violence. Read the Quran. It's like you really want to be a Christian, then read the Bible. Most Christians have no idea what the Bible says. Most people who support Palestinians, support radical Islam, have never read the Quran. It's about getting rid of the infidels. You and I are the infidels. And this idiot, he is a Muslim, so he doesn't care. Um, all the rest, and Aaron said this, so I'm just going to steal it from Aaron. All the cucks, oh, yay, <laughs> yay, bring him in. We'll bring him into your home. Yeah. Bring him into your home. The only countries having no zero terrorist acts inside of the European Union or adjacent to the European Union is Poland because they have a completely and totally closed border. Next up is, is Hungary because they have a completely and totally closed border. They're the only ones who are terrorist-free. Scotland will be overrun with terrorism, but it's all the same agenda because nobody could have bent over more. I guarantee stinking to you the following, that Scotland is hyper pro-transgenderism, guarantee it, pro-gun grabbing, guarantee it. We already knew they bent over, grabbed their the, each butt cheek, right and left butt cheek, spread them wide for the vaccine. We know Turkey based their vaccine right up the rectum. They did everything they could to capitulate to all COVID narratives coming out of the World Health Organization because it's all the exact same agenda with different tactics. The, ta- the agenda is to leverage you into a one world commerce system right out of Revelation. 13, 16, 17, and 18. Revelation 14, 9 through 16. That's what it all is. Leverage you into one world commerce system with a single access point. Controlled by people like you, Humsad, here. Isn't it kind of weird? You have uh, Islamists that are in charge of Scotland and the mayor of London. And and even, what, who is the who's the prime minister of England again? Aaron, oh, pull gosh. that up for me real quick. What's his name? I'm wondering, I mean, I, you're like, Tom, you're sounding Islamophobic. I Rishi, don't care. Rishi Sunak. <laughs> I don't see if you can find out his background, what his background. Rishi Sunak is in charge, uh, is the prime minister of England. It's kind of weird, isn't it? So, Tom, are you saying that you wouldn't want an Islamist in charge of America? Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. They believe in jihad. They believe in Sharia law. It's amazing that leftists support is, is Islam. It's amazing. You're a leftist. You're a transgender. He's, uh, he's Hindu. Oh, he's Hindu. Yeah, okay, he's, he's Hindu. Hindu. Yeah, he's yeah. Not, he's not. So there you go. So he's, uh, the uh, prime minister of England is Hindu, not, not Islamic. So anyway, it's just amazing that a leftist would support uh, Islam. They do until Islam lands on the door. Because as soon as Islam lands on your door, the first people they'll kill are the leftists. The trans, you think you're, you're somebody who's a trans woman, a trans man, and that you're protesting uh, from, from the land and to the sea, Palestine will be free. You're a man dressed as a woman or a woman dressed as a man. You, you'll be the first ones killed by, by uh, extreme Islam. You'll be the first ones killed. It's just truly amazing that, that this, is, this is what's happening. This is what's running Scotland right now. Truly, truly amazing to me. It really is. So I just wanted you to see it because that's what we're going to be dealing with in the next couple of days is we're going to hear about refugees from Gaza coming over here. Let me switch topics real quick. I got to show you this stuff because this just popped up today. It's a Frasia video. 
That's F-R-E-J-A, J-A, F-R-E-J-A, Freja Video. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but I get a lot of stuff from him or her. Fantastic. Follow him on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. So here's Alexandra Pelosi talking about, here she is on The View, Alexandra Pelosi, one of Nancy Pelosi's daughters, talking about her film from 1-6, and then we're going to break it down. Play it for me. Proud Boy Trial. One of the leaders of the Proud Boys, they released his communications from Telegram, in which he said that day, on January 6th, to his brothers, today we're going to get the normies to burn the city to ash today. The point is that the Proud Boys, who had a legitimate agenda to overthrow the government, were using these regular... the insurrectionist next door to storm in and so that's what i was confronting him about is you're being used as the chorus stirring the pot and they were getting you all fired up to send you in they couldn't have pulled this off they so is this, is this guy what you what, what they consider a normie yes because Ooh, he went to jail <laughs> <laughs> he went to jail for it he's in jail right now he'll be in jail for the next seven months for it but he didn't break anything he didn't hurt any officers he, this is more the people that went into the building the pawns the pawns. And the right wing says they're just tourists. Yeah. All yeah. they did was break some windows. Yeah, that's an outrage. I walked into right. the building that day. Let's just close with this thought. We can all agree. We need to agree to a set of facts. And when the Republicans say, oh, they were all just tourists. No, this is one of the darkest days right. in American democracy. They weren't tourists because I saw one of the people in my film where people were accused of literally pooping in the United States Capitol. All right. Okay? That actually happened. I saw it with my own two eyes. So there we have, of course, Alexandra Pelosi, who was there strangely filming this on the day of, as if she knew it was going to happen after her own mother turned down 30,000 National Guard troops offered to her as Muriel Bowser, mayor of D.C., turned down 30,000 National Guard troops the National Guard troops were offered to uh, Capitol Police Chief Sun, who's told, who said to, uh, to went with, went communicate with Nancy Pelosi's office on three separate occasions and said, hey, we need the National Guard. She never responded to him. So this is what she wanted to happen and happened to have her daughter, who was going to end up making a film called The Insurrectionist Next Door, <laughs> happened to be there filming that day, along with Alexandra's husband, out with the one six crowd filming on the day of strange it's as if they knew it was gonna happen so lucky weird <laughs> because they knew that donald trump was gonna give him a speech they knew there'd be a couple hundred thousand people out there just put in a bunch of fed insurgents ngo federal fbi ngos fbi agents fbi informants uh you know patriot front people there we have it on video i know i've said this a dozen times we have it on video where we have one of Muriel Bowser's, uh, uh, Muriel Bowser's Metro cops committing acts of violence in the crowd himself, a cop, undercover, working on the clock, committing acts of violence and instigating others to commit acts of violence. We have that. And just notice her lies, too, in this. She goes, we have these people who she calls normies. Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> think about how what a condescending P-R-I-G, I'm not saying P-R-C-K, Prig, prig, condescending prig, elitist, leftist, bourgeois prig. You have to be to call somebody a normie. It's like a, a, a basket of deplorables, right? So she says, you have these normies who go into the crowd, go into the building. They don't commit any acts of violence. They don't break anything. And then she says, just the normies. And they get their six-month sentence. And then she says, you know, the normies who broke some windows, she just mixes up the whole narrative on purpose. 
She says one, one sense that they didn't break anything. Next sense, she, she says that the normies did break things. It's all just, just to make things uh, confusing and, and, and to cast a dark shadow on everybody. And notice how this is all part of the agenda, too is the insurrectionist next door. So anybody who's pro-Trump is now an insurrectionist. Anybody who questions an election is an insurrectionist, even though that's all we saw for five, six straight years was Hillary Clinton and Hillary Clinton supporters questioning elections, trying to, we, we have them on video, Hollywood actors and actresses asking for electors to change their vote, which now, <laughs> according to Fannie Willis, is a felony. And I know I just saw Cindy Powell put out, and they're going to use that as fodder. See, she's guilty. They got another one. See, that's what they always do. All these people pled guilty. That means, well, if you're, if you're Cindy Powell, I'm guessing she's in her 60s, and you're staring at 90 years in prison for charges under RICO statutes that don't exist on planet Earth. But again, and I, I'm trying not to delve into every last corner of every last thing, but when you're sitting there with a blue prosecutor and a blue judge and a blue district and a blue jury and a blue grand jury, you have no chance of ever being innocent. No matter how much exculpatory evidence there is, no matter how innocent you are, no matter that the laws that you're being prosecuted for don't exist, you'll still be found guilty. There's no backstop because that's the plan to haul you in front of blue jurisdictions where you have no chance. It's all political prosecutions via persecution. It's all political persecutions via prosecution. So put Sidney Powell pled out to some misdemeanor stuff, and she's gone home instead of facing 90 years in prison. All right, so, I mean, they can, they can claim their victories all they want. I cannot wait till we haul them in front of red juries and red jurisdictions with red prosecutors and red judges. Then they'll all start to whine about it, just like the Krasensteins. You have Ed Krasenstein, Brian Krasenstein, these leftist Goebbels, Goebbels pundits on Twitter. So they are the new the new iteration of Joseph Goebbels. That's what they are, and they're all leftists, just like Goebbels was a leftist. They're a leftist. They were they were both charged with crimes, or at least one or both of them were charged with some sort of finance crimes, and and they were both crying. This is unfair. This isn't you know this is an unjust prosecution. Um, but then always espouse that well they were tried in front of their jury of their uh, a, a jury of their peers and you know this is the law and you have to believe in the system when they were under when they were being prosecuted they didn't believe in the system but right wingers being persecuted via prosecution in blue jurisdictions are supposed to believe in the system but this is what this is all about from from Alexander Pelosi the insurrectionist next door you and I are supposed to be the normies and we're the threat this is a book to go out to stipulate that everybody who's right-wing is a threat. That's part of the agenda. And then I just love the statement that the Proud Boys had a legitimate agenda to overthrow the government. How, what was that exactly? Name it for me in detail. None of them can name it. It's just like when you name, you ask people on the street, um, list Joe Biden's uh, fiscal accomplishments, economic accomplishments, they can't. Name, <laughs> name all the racist things Donald Trump ever did or said. Name them. They can't. They just espouse things that aren't remotely true because it's Goebbels. Aaron, can you find that for me again? Because it's Goebbels. When they actually say that picture of Goebbels, there you go. Just want to keep this what this is what she this is who Alexandra Pelosi is. Propaganda bears no necessary relationship to the truth. Good propaganda is propaganda that works, and all propaganda and all other propaganda is bad because it works. So she just said, spout off on the view. We got a couple million people watching, I assume. I don't know who would watch that, that absolute cesspool. But she says that the Proud Boys had a legitimate agenda to overthrow the government. How are, they, how are you going to overthrow the United States military? 
Can anybody explain to me how you're going to overthrow the United States military? But we'll be a, they, they're using their normies, their unarmed normies. How exactly are you going to overthrow the United States military? How are you going to overthrow the Capitol Police? I mean, most of the, what I saw, the Capitol Police are a bunch of capitulating cowards and a bunch of liars who shouldn't be able to sleep at night as they've lied, they've lied people into federal prison for years that never should have even gotten a ticket, but that's who they are. They're disgusting. Freaking, I'll, do a whole, I'll do a whole, I got a whole expose ready for them too. I, I, I really, I don't know how many people are interested in it, but I'm just going to have to do what I think is right. I've got, a, you know, I've got the, you know, I could do a whole expose. I don't have a whole expose. I want to do a whole expose on the lying sacks of crap that are the different members of the Capitol Police that are lying and sending people to prison using their lies. And we've, we've outlined some of that here, but I could, I could do way more on it. But how, this legit agenda, what's the legit agenda? How in the world are you going to overthrow our government with no guns? No tanks, no jets. Joe Biden himself said, unless you have an F-15, you can't overthrow the government. So how in the world were they ever going to overthrow the government? <laughs> you, you can go on a national and you'll have Joy Bear and just, you know, because she's just a, a mindless zombie. She just, she's had her mind removed a long time ago. She just nods her head to anything like, oh, yeah, they're going to overthrow. How are you going to overthrow the government, Joy, with no guns? How exactly are you going to do that? Were you lobotomized or what? <laughs> it's amazing. All right, go to the next one for me. So back to Alexandra Pelosi. So strangely, you can just side-by-side side this, Will. I don't think it's got any audio. Does that have audio? Doesn't have audio. Go side-by-side. Side. So here's, here she is. Strangely, just happens to know to bring a camera with her on 1-6. As if she knew something was going to happen. Play it for me. So there she is. That's Alexandra Pelosi going around her, you know, filming her mother being uh, escorted out of the Capitol by like 80 people. <laughs> She's so valuable to the world, Nancy Pelosi, who's nothing more than a corrupt stock trader who's launched, who, has, who has launched our country into $33 trillion worth of debt. So here she is. They're so important. And, and they're all masked. Of course, all masked. Because it's all one agenda, as usual. Mask wearers will call people insurrectionists. It's the way that it is. The abortionists will call people who are not insurrectionists. The insurrectionists because it's all the same agenda. Insurrectionists will be pro. People who call people uh, insurrectionists that are not are, are, pro, are transgender activists. How does she know? How does she know to be there that day to film all this? How in the world does she know that? All right, let's go to the next one. Wall Street Apes video. Here she is filming her mother again. Play for me. At the moment, he is not coming, but that could... Check. 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 Oh, he comes. I'm going to punch him out. This oh, is my mom. I would pay the I'm waiting for this, for trespassing on the Capitol grounds. I'm going to punch him out, and I'm going to go to jail, and I'm going to be happy. One. Yeah, she has to make this statement, act like she'll do something she would never actually do. So, I mean, how exactly did how exactly did it? Because, listen, folks, this was all planned. Just like COVID was planned, it was planned. It was funded by the federal government. It's funded by Anthony Fauci via EcoHealth Alliance. And Peter Daszak, funded by the Melinda Gates Foundation, I believe there's even funding coming from Zuckerberg, funded by the PLA, funded by the CCP, taught to the Wuhan Institute of Virology's bat lady, Dr. G, taught to her by Ralph Barrick, by Ralph Barrick out of UNC, taught her not only how to do gain-of-function research, but why would you teach a member of the PLA because the Wuhan Institute of Virology is a PLA, People's Liberation Bioweapons Lab. It's what it is. And we're funding it, and Metabiota's funding it, which was a bioweapons lab inside of Ukraine, partially owned by Hunter Biden. That's you know, a whole other sidetrack. 
But this stuff is all planned. It's all, they had people, why is it, why is it that nobody will answer questions under oath about how many FBI plants were in the crowd? But I'll get to that in a second. All right, so Jason D. Meister uh, video, breaking Nancy Pelosi. This is Stephen's son on Tucker. Play it for me. You make this call immediately. Immediately. To the House Sergeant Arms who reports, Mr. Irving, who reports to Nancy Pelosi. He says, I'll call Pelosi. He says, I'm running up the chain. Running up the chain, but that is the chain. I hear you, I hear you. I got you. I want to tell you exactly what he said to me. what happens then? Does he get back to you? So for the next 71 minutes, I make the 32 calls to a number of agencies. 11 of those calls are follow-up calls. And look in the, the Senate combined report from, from 2001. They have a great infographic of the call after call after call after call. 11 times I call in the next 71 minutes going, where are we on the approval? Where are we on the approval? Just any minute now. Any minute. I'm going to get any minute. Finally, at 2.09, 71 minutes later, 2.09, I'm finally given approval. Think about that. 71 minutes later, I immediately call Mike Stinger, say we've got approval. I was so pissed off, I made sure that the watch commander, I'm in the command center, I yelled to John Wisham, the lieutenant, that's my watch commander, I said, John, mark the time as 2.10, I finally got approval for the National Guard. I was that mad. So what is the, I just want to pause on this for a minute, that's like, it's almost unbelievable. So this is an event that Pelosi herself has likened to Pearl Harbor and 9-11, you know, the worst thing that's ever happened on American soil, and She's in charge of allowing the National Guard to come in and respond, but she doesn't for 71 minutes. What is that? Yeah, she's uh, again, and that is that's uh, Stephen Sun, charge of the Capitol Police, fired for his ineptitude, which he shouldn't have been. He's sitting there asking, We need the National Guard because what we have, it's not from Trump supporters. What we're going to have is a bunch of FBI, DOJ, State Department operatives. State Department, DOJ, FBI, NGOs in the crowd instigating violence. Yes, there was stupid MAGA people, for sure. For sure, stupid MAGA people. But a lot of it was instigation by the Capitol Police themselves, by the Metro Police. We have that on video. Metro Police officer instigating violence and committing acts of violence. We have that on video while on duty doing it. On purpose, undercover doing it. We have... We have we have video we have we have photographic footage of Antifa people changing into Trump gear. We have all that, so it's instigated by the federal government. There's no doubt about it. That's why they won't answer any questions about it. So will they answer any questions? Before I even say they won't answer questions about it, let me show you Christopher Ray not answering questions about it. Play for me, will? Does it does the FBI have confidential human sources? Um, did the FBI have confidential human sources embedded? within the January 6th protesters on January 6th of 2021? Well, Congressman, as I'm sure you can appreciate, I have to be very careful about what I can say about when... Even now, because that's what you told us two years ago. May I finish? Uh, About when we do and do not, and where we have and have not used confidential human sources. Uh, But to the extent that there's a suggestion, for example that the FBI's confidential human sources or FBI employees in some way instigated or orchestrated January 6th, that's categorically false. Did you have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters inside the Capitol on January the 6th prior to the doors being opened? Again, I had to be very careful. It should be a no. Can you not tell the American people? No, we did not have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters position inside the Capitol. Gentlemen's time has expired. You should not read anything into my decision Uh, not to share information. Director Ray, gentlemen's time has expired. 
Very simple. Just like uh, Congressman Higgins said, it should simply be a no. Did you have FBI agents dressed as Trump supporters inside the Capitol prior to the breach? Did you or did you not two years after the event? He can't answer the question still. And you believe the FBI didn't instigate it because it's an inverted world. When Christopher Ray says you should not read into it that we instigated this, you should read into it that they instigated it. They didn't have to instigate the whole thing. They, they, listen, Democrats can't draw a crowd. We already know that. You've seen the Joe Biden rallies. They can't draw a crowd. They knew there'd be a crowd that was given to them. All they had to do is infiltrate that crowd and stir up trouble. That's all they had to do. All you had to do is have a couple operatives inside the Capitol Police lobbing tear gas where it didn't belong. We have video footage of MAGA people or a MAGA person saying there's people up there breaking the windows and it's not us. It's not us. They should have got out of Dodge, but they didn't. There were stupid MAGA people there. But this thing, listen, it just stinks to high heaven. I mean, it just what we all know what it was. We all know, and I'm just trying to think of the exact verbiage to call it, but we all know that it was a government op. They either made things a whole lot worse or they instigated the whole thing. That's it. That's it. And they won't answer questions about it and they won't release the footage of it. And one of the worst atrocities is, is that there's people being sentenced to one, five, 10, 15 years in prison or more. If you're Enrico Terrio, 22 years in prison, being sentenced to prison for decades and the exculpatory videos are not being given to their attorneys. Because if they, if they, this is scope, they say this is sculptory material, sculptory video has classified information on it, like secret entrances. Let me just tell you something. You ever heard of having a tech guy blurred out? If you have, if you have material that shows somebody is innocent, and you know that it shows that somebody is innocent, and you refuse to give it to their attorney. First of all, you're committing a felony. Yep. Second of all, you're saying, well, it, it can reveal classified entrances into the Capitol. Um, I can give anything to my producer, and he can blur it out in what, minutes, Aaron? Yeah. Yep. In a few minutes. Yep. I've given him hundreds of videos over the last 43 months, 15 days, flattened curve, <laughs> and said, blur this out. He can blur anything out. You don't have anybody on Capitol that can blur out an entrance. It's all freaking lies. Disgusting people like Christopher Ray, who, of course, was at the World Economic Forum because it's all one agenda. All right, let me show you this. I have to show you this one. This is a great video. Eli, uh, L. Jacobs or Ellie Jacobs video. This is how to put America first. Here's Sarah Huckabee Sanders on Chinese-owned businesses, inside, Chinese-owned farmland inside of Arkansas. Play for me, Will. I was proud to sign Act 636, sponsored by Senator Johnson and Representative Vaught, banning foreign parties from nine enemy countries from owning agricultural land in Arkansas. And today, we are acting on that law. I'm announcing that Syngenta, a Chinese state-owned agrochemical company, must give up its land holdings in Arkansas. Syngenta owns 160 acres in northeast Arkansas, which it uses primarily for seed research. The company that owns Syngenta, Kim China, is also on the Department of Defense's list of Chinese military companies posing a clear threat to our state. Seeds are technology. Chinese state-owned corporations filter that technology back to their homeland, stealing American research and telling our enemies how to target American farms. 
That is a clear threat to our national security and to our great farmers, especially since the Chinese government enacted a law in 2017 requiring Chinese citizens abroad to collaborate with their country's security officials on intelligence work with no questions asked. This isn't about where you're from. We welcome Chinese Americans, Russian Americans, and anyone else who's given up foreign oppression for American freedom. This is about where your loyalties lie. We simply cannot. So there you go. I just wanted you to see that that is what you do. There is no reason at all. Now we're running the video first. You guys got the video, yep, right? That right? Is okay, the video. just making sure. Yep. All right. So there's no reason at all, no reason at all for CCP owned. Every, listen, people talk about, you know, it's like you have the Biden, you have 23 Biden shell companies. They're all Joe Biden. They're just all Biden. That's what they are. I don't care what you call them. Rosemont, Seneca, whatever it is. Doesn't matter. It's all Joe Biden. I don't care what business is coming out of China. It is controlled by the People's Liberation Army. Doesn't matter what what they call it. Doesn't matter. They're all owned by uh, Xi Jinping and the CCP and the PLA. That's what it is. I don't care if a McDonald's consultant comes over from China and says they want to open a McDonald's. That is now a PLA McDonald's. There's no reason for the number one private farmland owner in America is Bill Gates. The number two private farmland owner in America is the CCP. And Sarah, and that's the truth, by the way. And Sarah Huckabee Sanders is saying, you know what? And there's no reason for it. And I want to say this to everybody, too. And I've said this a dozen times. There's no reason for you to have the FBI in your, in your, uh, your state either. There's nothing that requires it under the Constitution. None. Kick them out. Kick the FBI out. They weren't even part of America until 1913. Kick them out of your, kick them out of your state. There's a bunch of Gestapo members for the, all they are is the Gestapo for the DNC. That's all that they are. They're the Gestapo for the DNC, the, uh, the Gestapo for the WF. That's what the, that's what the FBI is. Can it be changed? Not in, no, it needs to be stripped down to the studs, disbanded, and reformed under a whole new name instead of the Federal Bureau of Instigation, which is what they are. So I want to show you this. Now, I played this video before, but this time I broke it down more. Didn't put Aaron on the spot to break it down for me in two seconds. Let's broke it down myself. I want you to see this because I want you to see what a lie all of COVID was. I repeat, all of COVID was. There was never a pandemic. There was never a need to respond to a pandemic that never existed. There was never a need to lockdown. There was never a need to mask. There was never a need to six, stand six feet apart, which is simply an ambiguous figure made up out of thin air by Scott Gottlieb, who's a notorious vaccine pimp and whore, and is on the board of Pfizer to this day. There's never a need to lock down your churches. You were played. If you were going to a church that locked down, masked, pimped and whored vaccines, stood six feet apart, whatever they did, and your pastors never come out and said they were wrong, understand you are in the wrong church, under the wrong pastor, under the wrong time. Understand that, because he's a capitulating coward who is afraid to say he was wrong. Understand that. You were played. I'm going to show you definitive proof that there was never a pandemic to respond to. Again, it was leftists making up a problem out of thin air so they can offer you their totalitarian solutions. That's all that this ever was. And if you're a Christian or a conservative that got your five times vax, put your stupid mask on, stood six feet apart, washed your hands 30 times a day with alcohol gel, stayed at home, together alone, alone together, self-quarantine. Listen, you were, you were plagued by idiocy, asinine idiocy. Have you ever come out and said it? 
Have you ever come out and said, I was plagued by asinine idiocy? Because you were. If you're one of those Christians who was at home, you know, gluing leaves on a cardboard cutout, you know, <laughs> it's just it's just a great opportunity for me to spend time with my kids. You're an asinine idiot. Unless, unless you said you were wrong and repented of it. Because I'm going to show you now, you were played, played hard, victimized, rode hard, and put away wet. You were. Understand that. So here's the video, and then I'm going to show you some individual sides. Play it for me, Will. These are the deaths that happened in Malaysia. It's a country in Southeast Asia. Scientists wanted to study what happened to the overall death rate during the pandemic. The deaths clearly increased, but look. This is where the pandemic was declared, and this is when the vaccine program rolled out. Same thing happened in nine other countries. Here's Australia. New Zealand. The Philippines. Singapore. Thailand. After studying over a dozen countries in the Southern Hemisphere, the scientists concluded that after 13 and a half billion COVID vaccines that were given out worldwide, 17 million people lost their lives from vaccines alone. So basically, nobody died of COVID. I mean, there was, you know, you're talking about, I'm talking about statistically speaking, there was no pandemic. Put up the first slide for Here's Malaysia, just showing this to you. This is where this study was done. Now, here, here you have it. Look at the date. There's 2020 right there, 2020. So I think it's one of the few that I don't have to circle on. But there's 2020. No, now, measure it. Measure 2020 in comparison to all the other years. Look at it. There's no excess deaths. None. And you put a mask on. And I know I'm preaching to the choir. 736 people are on right now. I know it doesn't apply to most of you, but it applies to some of you. You put a mask on for what? Nothing. Nothing. You stood six feet apart. Why? Nothing. And it's just made up out of thin air anyway. Put, you put gloves on. You washed down your surfaces. You alcohol gelled yourself. Took five vaccines. Took one vaccine. Took two vaccines. Whatever it is, lock down your churches. Lock down your businesses. Quarantined your healthy kids. Whatever it is you did. Asinine. Idiocy. Idiocy. There it is. There's the numbers. That's what's true. The deaths started at the vaccines. Not with COVID. There was no excess deaths under COVID. None. We did not have more people die. Nobody, listen, here's the numbers. We did not have more than the average amount of people die during COVID. Didn't happen. We now have excess deaths between 10 and 30% because of the vaccines. They're not dying of COVID. And everybody who is dying of COVID now is fully vaccinated. Nobody's dying of COVID who's not vaccinated. The only people dying of COVID now, the least virulent variant, Omicron, are the fully vaccinated. That's it. Go to the next one, we will. Here it is. There's the circle. There's, there's the pandemic, the circle. There, that's a pandemic. Look at the pandemic. Here we have Australia, 96% vaccinated. Look at, look at their deaths. Look at 2017 in comparison to the COVID pandemic. Oh, we're being overrun. Help us. Help us. <laughs> Where? Why? Why did you act that way? If that applies to you. It never happened. It's, I mean, it's very strange. I've told you this a thousand times. I sent one of my guys around to all the hospitals in this area and filmed during the various outbreaks, outbreaks everywhere. There wasn't anybody in the hospitals. Everybody bought into it. There's body trucks inside of New York. Oh, fine, they sent the body trucks in. Where are the pictures of the body trucks being filled with bodies? None. 
And all the Christians and all the conservatives, this is why we have Biden as president right now, because it launched a fraudulent election, because nobody could go vote in person because of the, because of the existential threat of COVID. Where? Where is it? There's the, here's statistical data, indisputable, irrefutable statistical data right here. Tell me, why didn't you go vote in person? I did. I wasn't afraid of nothing. I never closed my church. I never stood six feet apart. I never put a mask on. Certainly never vaccinated. Never used alcohol gel. Never quarantined. Nothing. Why would you quarantine? Never. Explain to me your quarantine. If you're somebody who hasn't said that you're wrong yet, explain to me why you quarantine. And now that you see that you are wrong, are you now going to say that you're wrong because you haven't said you're wrong over the last 43 months, 15 days, flatten the curve? No excess tests. Look where the excess tests start. Um, 2021. What happened in 2021? That's when the vaccination started. Are the excess tests going down, by the way? And no. Well, they look like they're starting to go down in 2023. So there you go. They look like they're starting to go down. I hope they are. I hope they are. But don't worry. Only 17 million people died post-COVID. What are they saying that? How many, how many people, I know I've said this a bunch of times, World Health Organization says 5 to 18 million people died of COVID. That's how close, that's how brilliant these people are. Tetros Gibriasis, who's an Islamic terrorist. That's how brilliant, he, 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 can, he can narrow it down between, he can, get, he can narrow it down to 13 million, give or take. So let's just say 5 million people died of COVID, and we know that's not the case. In America, 30 to 80,000 people died of COVID. That's it. That's it. They tell you 1.2 million bold-faced freaking lie. Bold-faced freaking lie. Where's the graph for America? Oh, they won't release it. Under Rochelle Walensky, now Mandy Cohen. They won't release it. Those vaccine pimps and whores that they are because everybody died post-vaccine of the vaccine causing a problem that doesn't exist, making up a problem that doesn't exist, and then offer your, you offer the problem that doesn't exist, your totalitarian vaccine mandates, killing 17 million people that we know of so far. Facts. Absolute fact. Go to the next one will. So here is New Zealand. Um, there's, your, there's the pandemic. Look how horrible it was. Less people died during the pandemic than the non-pandemic of 19. Way less people died during the pandemic of 2020 than the non-pandemic of 2017. Less people died uh, in, during the pandemic than the non-pandemic of 16 or 15. Yeah. I mean, if, again, if you masked, if you capitulated, if you were on the stage of a church playing the flute with a mask on that has a slut cut in it, you're an asinine idiot who has no spiritual discernment whatsoever. You should be able to sense the Antichrist spirit, leverage you into one world commerce system. You ought to be able to sense it. Is the Holy Spirit supposed to be dwelling in you? But most Christians have abandoned the Holy Ghost and abandoned the word of God for humanistic love, tolerance, and compassion and, and accommodation. When did the death start in New Zealand? Remember Jacinda O'Dern? COVID camp vaccine whore that she is? That's when they started, once she began to give you the clot juice. Go to the next one, Will. Same thing right here. Here's Philippines. Look at what, there was no pandemic. The only pandemic that happened was a vaccine pandemic. Lots of excess deaths post-vaccination. We got one more, is that it? There you go. Here's Singapore. Again, Singapore had far less deaths during this pandemic than they had Anywhere until you get to uh, 2016. Yeah. <laughs> the deaths also, and look at that, look at the amount of deaths. Look at the amount of excess deaths. That's why they've tabulated 17 million so far. There's the facts. That's the data. 
18 minutes into overtime. Love you all back here Saturday night. Don't miss it. Got the post game too. Got the post game coming up. Stick around for post game videos. Got to see the stuff that I put together for you. Back here Saturday night. Brief little show. 56 minutes of fury. Don't want to miss it. Also on the Christian Television Network. Love you all. God bless you. See you Saturday night. Christians who are in these churches, these fake churches that don't preach the word of God, they think persecution means you're wrong. But what does the word of God say in Matthew chapter 5, verses 11 and 12? Blessed are you when people persecute you. Blessed are you when people speak evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you.